Several startups such as Baiju's and Oyo have come under scrutiny due to its accounting standards. Recently, Member of Parliament Karthi P. Chidambaram urged the Institute of Chartered Accountants of India to probe into the financials of Baiju's. So, why exactly are the startups under scrutiny? What has been the response of Oyo and Baiju's about the scrutiny? Are there other startups as well that are under scrutiny for their accounting standards? Hello and welcome to the BL Podcast. This is Nabodita Ganguly. Today I am joined by Yeti Soni, reporter, Business Line, to speak in depth about the issue. Hi Yeti, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks Nabodita, thanks for inviting me. So my first question to you Yeti is, why are startups like Baiju's and Oyo under scrutiny? Uh, Namurita, so Baiju's has been under scrutiny for a variety of reasons, uh, like reporting employee costs as a capital expenses instead of, you know, making them operational expenses, several months delay in financial reporting. Uh, whereas in the case of Oyo, they have been questioned for reporting adjusted EBITDA, which excluded ESOP expenses. Okay. And since when is this happening? So this is very uh, recent, I think. Uh, for Baiju's, it started a couple of months back, but for uh, Oyo, it's been a month when they sort of filed an addendum to their to DHRP. And that's when the questioning started, when they sort of reported their quarterly uh, results. Okay. All right. So recently, Member of Parliament, Karthi P. Chidambaram, he urged the Institute of Chartered Accountants of India to probe into the financials of Baiju's. So, will it be correct to say that Baiju's is under close scrutiny now? Absolutely. I think it started uh, when Baiju's delayed its financial filings by almost 18 months. And that's when MCA uh, started asking them questions about why there's been a delay in filing FY21 financials, which is quite bad. And then when they did file the results, they started getting scrutinized for things like you know, recording employee cost as capital expenses, as we mentioned earlier, then classifying hardware like SD cards, laptops, and tablets as edtech. Now the Financial Reporting Review Board is also likely to review their accounting practices. So the company is definitely under a lot of scrutiny. Okay, all right. And uh, so basically, in your story, it's mentioned, and I quote, most such companies consider adjusted EBITDA as EBITDA without counting employee stock option costs. So could you explain as to how it results in concealment of disclosures? So uh, see, uh, employee stock option costs make a lion's share of the uh, expenses for any tech company, which is asset light, because employees is the major expense for them. Okay. So it can prove to be a way to mask losses and show profitability when that's not really the case. And sometimes adjusted EBITDA could also be used as a proxy to show cash flow and then also get, you know, higher valuations. It could be used in those ways as well. Okay. And recently, Infosys director and current chairman of Manipal Global Education, Mohandas Pal, described an adjusted EBITDA as fake reporting. So do we expect legal action from authorities on the same? See, there's no standardized measure for EBITDA reporting. Like, there's nothing to tell them what what to include and what not to what to exclude, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, the companies have the latitude to decide 
how they want to uh, report these things. Definitely ideal if they include the ESOP expenses, uh, but companies do sometimes not include it on the quarterly basis mm. because there are certain compliances to take care of and, and they don't want to do it all, uh, every quarter. And also the comment by Mohandas Pai, we need to look at in the context that his his venture capital firm, Aaron Capital, does have a stake in Fab Hotels, which is a competitor of OYO. Okay. So I think we should need to keep that into context as well. All right. So basically, we cannot delve more into the comment. Yeah, we can't say for sure well, uh, because there's no sort of a guideline as to how to report that. We can't say if there would be any legal action around this or if even if uh, that's possible. Okay. All right. And what has been the response of Baiju's about all these issues? So on the accounting standards, they haven't really commented. The only thing that they have spoken about their financials was that they got a okay from their uh, auditors and that was it. Uh, they haven't really sort of replied to our queries or to any other medias. Um, that's that's for your uh, Baiju's. And on other irregularities that they are facing? Like you mentioned, it's not only accounting standards, they're facing other irregularities as well. So did they comment on any of it? So Baiju's hasn't, the one is on the revenue recognition that did speak that, you know, about the delay in reporting the financials. The thing that they said is uh, the revenue recognition change. What they, they used to do earlier was if somebody bought a course, they would report the whole earnings from that in the first uh, instance only and not sort of take it as the money came so like in if you take an emi based course the money will come every month right but uh, but the company what they were doing was they would report it in the advance so mm. that whole thing changed in this fy21 uh, reporting and you know deloitte sort of said that you have to do recognition uh, as the money comes in so they did accept that and they just said that's why the delay happened mm. uh, you know that's why the 18 month delay in reporting results I think that's one comment that has come from them. Okay, all right. Baijus is also like firing lots of his employees. So does it have to do anything with it being in bad scenario with regards to finance or something? So their comment on that has been that they're merging multiple entities. Three of their entities are being merged into one. So that's why they're firing about 2,500 employees. Uh, That's been the official comment. Other than that, there has been an increased focus on profitability. So they're changing how uh, sales was done earlier. And that's why uh, the cutting down of people. Okay. And what has been OYO's response about these allegations, about their accounting standards? Right. So there's not been an official comment, but uh, their CFO actually replied to Mohandas Pai's tweet. He actually tweeted comments saying that the EBITDA is clearly reported as rupees 10 crores. Uh, for the Q1 FY23, uh, which is higher than the adjusted EBITDA of rupees 7 crores. And the other income is not included in EBITDA and adjusted EBITDA, which was uh, actually pointed out in the PIES comment. All the numbers are from audited signed financial statements. They haven't really delved into uh, further questioning, but they just did put out this tweet. Okay, so there has been no official comment per se. So okay. they are filing for an IPO. Uh, so I think that's why also they are not uh, really commenting. All right. Okay. Lastly, is it just Baiju's and Oyo or there are other startups also that are under scrutiny for their accounting standards? 
there not been much talk about it but i think multiple startups have been uh, reporting in a similar way when the companies announced their fy22 financials recently mm-hmm. phone pay pepper fry everybody uh, sort of mentioned adjusted ebitda which did not include esop costs so it does seem like a very common uh, way to report these things uh, it's not necessarily wrong for them to report adjusted ebitda but if it does make a major change in their profit and loss it might not be uh, right on their terms to do that but it does seem to be a common practice among companies now so we can say that we are finding a trend on the same right right definitely so, all right so is there any way to monitor it as you mentioned there is no proper way it's not wrong to report on it this way mm-hmm. but at the same time there are mishaps on with regards to accounting so is there any proper way to monitor the same There's nothing right now, but uh, obviously regulator might might come up with something. But right now there is no way to uh, actually handle it. Even investors face an issue because there is no uh, guideline for how the company should be reporting it. Even investors find it as a challenge uh, as to you know what the company is reporting, uh, what ways are they reporting it on. But definitely there is need for certain guidelines. I think people have I have spoken to also say that you know regulators should look at it and. come up with some guidelines on how these companies should report are there chances of the guidelines coming anytime soon or is it like a talk of the future it's talk of the future is as much as i am concerned okay. because they haven't I'm heard not. anything from the regulator till now all right uh, nothing on record so okay yeah. and uh, you mentioned that investors also face hardship with regards to it so what exactly are their point of view about the same hardships in the sense that when they are doing the due diligence mm-hmm. uh, they also need to look at the company financials and if the company is reporting in a way that you know they are not able to find their actual valuation uh, they are getting in the loss right mm-hmm. i think that's one concern the, the uh, investors do have and the due diligence times have been increased after the fiascos we saw with bharat pay with zilingo after that investors have definitely uh, you know increased the due diligence times uh, and and the deals are not happening as fast as they used to happen in 2021 mm. uh, so that all has changed and investors are spending more time into these things so what was the bharat pay fiasco that you were talking about yeah. so uh, as you know ashneed was alleged of uh, misappropriation of company funds uh, there were allegations that he used company's money for personal uses um, and then he was also removed as the md and co-founder of the company that was one major case of uh, that raised questions around corporate governance and accounting at the uh, startups okay all right so to conclude will it be fair to say that startups while there is not exactly a proper regulation binding them however they are under scrutiny from the public and also from the authorities and maybe soon we will find some regulations monitoring the same sure I think that's correct. Okay, all right. Thank you so much for your time, Yeti. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to us. If you like our content, please subscribe and share. Thank you.